Okay, Adam Schefter. I'm just reading. Adam Schefter, Bears head coach Matt Nagy announces that going forward, Justin Fields is Chicago's starting quarterback. Yo, Stacy Dales. Andy Dalton will be a full participant at Bears practice today. That indicates he is healthy. Hell yeah! What do we do now? What do we? Dan just kneeled. Tivo. Someone has finally seen the light, or someone's boss told him that he needed to do something different. And Jim Boylan is still fired. Everything's coming up Millhouse. That's the growth plate. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> this is it. So it happened. Everything is. Did I get this house. right? It happened. Well, I mean, yeah. What, what do we? If do he's now? a full participant in practice, and he's not starting. He's been benched. You can grab some bench. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. The reaction yesterday on 670, the score in Chicago, I imagine the entire city felt similarly. It is now just, is Justin Fields quarterback one? Are we getting that? There's QB one. Justin yeah, where's Fields? it at? I think I put it out there. He's the starter now, according to Matt Nagy. Not freezing Andy cold Dalton. takes. I want to see that out there right now. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Just troll Nagy as far as we can do that. Uh, I think that's obviously it's a it's a big deal in Chicago. It's a big deal for betters out there. I, it doesn't change the way I feel about this particular game, the um, the the Bears and the and the Raiders on Sunday. But I mean, is everyone if we feel better about Matt Nagy now? Is less jail time, or is he is he still is still everyone upset in Chicago? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so we got the news before uh, Jake had his podcast yesterday, or Twitch. So things are better, right? Is it better, Jake? Matt, Matt Nagy still belongs behind bars, and Bill Lazor <laughs> should be in charge. But okay, I mean, so this is uh, yeah, Joe. This is what we're living through, right? And I think Jake, uh, tell me if you're on the same page. So we're happy. Justin Fields is the guy. Let's see what he can do. Now we're on, we're on the ramp, right? We're we're rolling. For the next five years, let's see if you want to extend him. Let's see if this is, he's a stud player you think he can be. However, I don't want him to look so good that Matt Nagy is safe because he's a bum and he's. We're never going to see the peak of Fields' powers with Matt Nagy here. This is my life. How about you, Jake? I think I think you're seeing Matt Nagy next year, regardless, because even even that just flashed in your eyes was that's how I felt all yesterday. No, I mean we're yeah, gonna see Nagy like next year. Anyway. Over, like, like something <laughs> bad was happening. <sighs> but him. but that's what's gonna happen because Bears don't make the playoffs, which is likely. Matt Nagy's gonna be able to go into that big fat stooge Ted Phillips's office and say, "Hey, I'm gonna have a full year, Justin. Now I'm gonna have a full off season, Justin. Give me a full off season with Justin Fields, and let me put some more, you know, weapons and schemes around him, and then we I can get." the playoffs and it's gonna work because he's ted phillips and he's the worst <laughs> this is why he pushed it off as long as he possibly could right the same thing we saw with mitchell trubisky uh with mike lennon and, and there's oh my god that press conference going on and on about how great andy dalton was looking when he was on the field like we all have eyes <laughs> stop he's just trying to save his job saying oh i didn't get enough time with justin Fields. so yeah there's gonna be no excuses yeah whatever uh, I, I like the Raiders in this spot. I like the Raiders. And we're still sitting at five and a half, right, Joe G? No impact to the line? 
Yeah, five and a half, the number last time I looked at it this morning. Um, and, and I'm not surprised. that Look, Fields has a start under his belt a couple weeks ago, and he obviously didn't play very well. A lot of that was on Matt Nagy, but it's not like he didn't do enough, I think, to move the line yet. Now, he plays well in a game like this. I think it'll change the line moving forward, what he is with their as their quarterback. Yeah, five and a half, uh, total 44 and a half in that game. So it's going to be Justin Fields on Sunday. Before we get to a little college football here, can we uh, – yeah. Can we hear from Chuck Pagano? Used to be the defensive oh, coordinator for so with uh, with Matt Nagy. He was on the Pat McAfee show, and uh, I mean, I think Chuck Pagano should come on our show. He'd fit right in, roasting Matt Nagy. Here, here he is with uh, with Pat McAfee. But now that it's been announced as Justin Fields is the starter, what do you think took so long? Why do you think the holdup was, and what ultimately do you think pushed him over the hump to make that decision? Do you think it was pressure from other people, or do you think Nagy just got to that point naturally? Yeah. You know, going back to the presser, Pat, I mean, all he had to do is get up there and say, hey, look, Field did a great job. Fields did a great job. Defense was outstanding. Turnovers, end of discussion. You know, Tino always taught me, less is more. Shut up. You talk too damn much, Chuck. So less is more. Just leave it at that. And then, you know, I think the court of public opinion, I think the fans, I'm sure there's people in that organization are saying, hey, this kid's our future. Why are we going to delay this any longer? You know, we know what Andy is. He's great in that role. He can become, you know, the next clipboard Jesus, if you will, and and be the backup. And, you know, let this kid, you know, get these these snaps under his belt instead of waiting, going back and forth, back and forth, you know. So I don't – one way or another, I know the locker room uh, and everybody in that, in that city and that organization is probably fired up that Fields is going to be out there still. Clipboard Jesus, Andy Dalton. There's- he just called Andy Dalton a guy who's been playing the league 11 years, a guy that started playoff games. He took his team to the playoffs. Just call him Charlie Whitehurst. That's what that was. Clipboard Jesus, Charlie Whitehurst, a bum. When he was with the Seahawks, a I bum. covered the team. He hated that nickname, right? <laughs> I, I know, yeah. yeah. But he looked like Jesus. You had to call him Clipboard Jesus. I believe Chuck Pagano played Andy Dalton in a playoff game. He prepared for a playoff game against Andy Dalton. I mean, think about the layers of, of that minute of Chuck Pagano, a guy that was a defensive coordinator for Matt Nagy over the last couple of years. And it's everyone's belief in the city that he was told you're fired or you retire. You decide. So there's some animosity there. And he knows how the inner workings go since he's a defensive coordinator. And he's got thoughts. What are you doing? Shut up. <laughs> do fans like Pagano in Chicago? Now they do. I thought he was kind of an a No. Okay. no I they, thought he was kind of an embarrassing D coordinator for you. Yeah, guys. they not really, not really because I I I think <clears throat> the fans still feel that Mac and Hicks are elite defenders and I don't think that's really the case and Pagano took a lot of blame last season, but they liked him after hearing that cuz they hate Matt Nagy a lot more than they hate Chuck Pagano right now. <laughs> uh you know as I dive into this matchup, before we jump into college really quick, I, the reason that we're sitting here at five and a half, remember, both of these teams were very close in the win total coming in. The Bears were seven and a half and the Raiders were eight. So they were viewed as uh, playing at the same level. Uh, let's remember that primetime spot, Carr, by far his worst game of the season. Yeah. The Raiders overall, worst game of the season. In those first three games, going down the field 20-plus yards, he was 12 for 22, 371 yards. We know what Waller can be. Uh, but what we don't talk about is that Raiders defense. They're not. They're not great. They're not a top five defense, anything like that. However, they have they have some talent. All of a sudden, like we didn't realize how good 
Max Crosby is. And in their secondary, Casey Hayward is number one coverage grade, according to PFF. Their nickel guy, Nate Hobbs, he's number four coverage grade, PFF. Uh, Trayvon Mullen, who was in the injury report yesterday, so keep an eye out on that. He's number, he's rated as the 26th best corner. That's pretty good as your third guy in the sure. secondary. They, they've, they have a lot of talent on this team all of a sudden, and uh, people are crushing their uh, rookie right tackle, Alex Leatherwood, because he hasn't graded out well. He's faced Joey Bosa, Justin Houston, TJ Watt, Melvin Ingram, Agba, who's up near the top with pressures and win rate. So he's had a tough tough ride so far. And uh, Mack and Hicks both on the injury report on Wednesday, so keep an eye out there. But long way of telling, saying I, I like the Raiders minus 5.5. Nagy on the road is a big dog. Doesn't work out well. Yeah, this could be a route. I mean, this could this could be a, a double digit victory for the uh, the Raiders. I'm with you, and yeah, that's that's certainly a welcome to the NFL. Couple weeks there for that right tackle in Las Vegas. Or let's jump to a little college here. There is one gigantic game this week that we have to give our thoughts on: Iowa, Penn State. The winner, I mean, really has a an inside track to be in the playoff mix when the season ends if they continue to take care of business. Number three versus number four. The game uh, on Fanduel one and a half point favorite Iowa. Look, I I hate trying. I, listen, I hate backing James Franklin in big games. I don't think he's a very good coach, but I do like Penn State in this game. My 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 thought is Penn State, and I'll tell you why. Both these teams have really good defenses. Really good, like they're both top ten in, in yards per play. Number two and number three scoring defenses in the country. They are dominant defenses, but Penn mm-hmm. State's offense is just way more explosive. Like Iowa is. I mean, you think of the Big Ten, you think of Iowa. It's three yards in a cloud of dust. They're not in the top 100 in yards per play. I don't know if they can make a big play. Boy. Can they make what? I think this game comes down to who makes one big play, who breaks a 30, 40, 50 yard pass play, whatever, right? Just ch- change the game, change field position, get a score. Penn State is in the top 15 yards per play. They don't have a great offense. I don't love their quarterback, Clifford, but I like Penn State J- just because it seems like one play could decide a game like this. Now, it could be a turnover, but I, I can't predict that. But big plays could decide it. I like Penn State. So that for me, I like the under in this one um, with how good these two defenses are. And the the fact that the total is 41 and a half, I think it kind of shows what kind of game we're going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, be getting here. And one thing to watch is the turnovers. Iowa leads the nation with 16 takeaways. Um, and that was certainly a theme against Maryland. I decided to stay away from the total and the spread, and I'm going to put them in a three-leg parlay. So I, I, I paired them or matched them in the parlay with Oklahoma, Iowa, and Michigan money line parlay. There it is. The money so line parlay. It was, yeah, plus 349. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's not bad. on the under. That's what kind of game is it going to be? It's going to be a rock fight is what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, let, let's throw some scores out there. What we envision, like you mentioned with the defenses, Iowa giving up 11.6 points per game and Penn State only 12 points per game. What kind of score are we expecting? Like, You look at that number of 41 and a half and it looks so scary. Oh, it's such a low number. It's tough to go under. Are both of these teams getting in the 20s? No. <laughs> it's one 17, of these teams 14. getting in the 20s. <laughs> 20 to 17 feels like high, right? Doesn't that feel like, right. wow, that was a that was a high-scoring game? Yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be what quarterback turns the ball over and deep in their own territory, and can someone make one big play? Can they break a play? Like, you're not going to get first downs easily. It's going to be it, – you're going to feel like you're watching football from 1995 when you turn this game on. Yeah. Like, we, some people like <laughs> – 
Big Ten in the Midwest. I don't like that. But whatever. It, it is what it is with these two teams, especially with yeah. Iowa at Kinnick. That number's come down a bit, uh, down to one and a half, Joji. It was uh, two and a half around this time yesterday. So Penn State getting some support. But I like the under. I went to a school so i will pass on this type of game yeah, this isn't fun when you <laughs> get to that no it, it, it's a different kind of football game <laughs> BetQL daily presented by fanduel sportsbook we'll line them up and decide nfl games we like our favorite ones for the week joe o joe g aaron hawksworth right here on BetQL daily